Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. And welcome to the Full Time Devils podcast. This is Adam McCullough. Today I am with Gaz Drinkwater, Stephen Arson, and Jay Marty going with the full names, the full governmentals on here today. <laughs> well, apart from name, me. Do you know my middle name? Um, drink. You if you're going to do that, <laughs> <laughs> you technically need to address me by rank. So. What was your rank? Corporal. Yours is yours is Ian, isn't it? No. Oh, it's Paul. 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 That's oh, it. Yeah, I knew yeah, it was yeah, a proper yeah. like down the pub fella's name. Yeah, yeah. it's proper. All right, yeah. yeah. Mm. Gary Paul. I know, yeah. Gary <laughs> Don't Paul. look like a Gary or a Paul. Gary it? Paul, yeah. though. Ian's like in the mix Indian with him, though. <laughs> Gary Paul. To me, yeah. I'm, I'm sure I've met <laughs> an Indian oh. fella called Gary Paul. <laughs> what? Paul or Paul is an Indian name. Oh, uh, okay. I'd love to hear of an Indian Gary. Sure yeah, it's usually the geezer you phone sure when you're phoning O2. My middle name is my dad's first name. Right, okay. And my son's middle Mister. name will be my first name. That's that's the same as my son's. My son's middle name is my dad. Jay, like Homer. <laughs> Homer J Simpson. We, <laughs> we suggested Min. that. I suggested Jay. Well, it got vetoed. Have you seen that episode? Yeah. That's a great episode, isn't it? When he goes to find out the J stands for. It's J. And it's A Y. Jay. Simpson used to be so I good. I know, man. I was so close to having uh, my recent born called um, Gunner as well. Oh, mate, don't. Not so just because close. of our recent born, but. And it it's was fantastic. I'm sorry. Yeah, but it was uh, it was a couple dog's of weeks. Name, right? Gunnar. Yeah, but it was a couple of weeks before yeah. Holly got announced, and I'm thinking, oh, it's 20 years since the treble. Blah blah blah. So is um, Holly a remix version of Holly? What? Holly. Holly. Who's Holly? Did you say Holly? No, Gunnar. What? Was, Holly right. Gunnar. Was yeah, it Gunnar? What you said? Holly. Yeah. Right. So you're just gonna have Gunnar? Yeah. Right. I right. But you fucking vetoed that yourself. No, I didn't veto it. Your missus said, "Stop." We Thank also you. had a little girl and uh... called her Holly. No. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can't one. call a girl Gunner. Nah, nah, Gunner. Even as a middle name. And I might like Hunter as well. People wouldn't boy. know whether yeah, it was because he was in the army or is a United fan. Exactly. Or a uh, uh, buzz off Vikings. That was yeah, my. That was what I was sort of like portraying to Janine, and we're lying in bed one night, and she was scrolling through her phone, and it was when the rumours had started about Ollie coming to United, and she was like, "Because yep. she'd never heard of him before that," and she was like, "Is this why you want Gunner?" 
And I was like, oh. My brother's middle name's John Yap. What? Wow. Genuinely, John, John Yap. Yap. After Yap Stam. Wait, his oh, name is I was wondering Yap. if it no, was no, after it's fucking Michael Sylvester. Two middle names. He's got oh, two John middle names. Yap. And then my other, uh, my other brother's called James Keen. No, Ron, you missed a trick there. Why not Yip Yap? Yeah. Yip Yap. Well, the thing is, John, it, Yap is like the Dutch version of John, so we just call him Henry John John now. Right, okay. So why have I like Georgie for a girl? Yeah, I was thinking Georgie. I know. Crazy, you know. <laughs> I know. I know. It's like me saying Gary Gaz. <laughs> I know it is. I know it is. Great, yeah. <laughs> well, we are here to talk about football, isn't it? No, I think. absolutely not. Well, That's about as close. I need to get this out. What's the one Simpsons episode that mentions Man United sort of? Um, the one with Ryan. He talks about Ryan Giggs. Can't believe Ryan Giggs got a, got a foul in the box or something. Something yeah, that doesn't it's make a sense. Real <laughs> the one where they go it's to a proper really shit Americanism. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just like, oh, I can't believe we got a penalty kick Pele on the offside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, I hate that they mention Pele. It's yeah, and Joe, oh, his family guy. Footballers. I'm Pele. I'm Pele. Right. Even if you don't rate him, he's generally not one of the worst footballers. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on, hang on. not that bad. How do you know? <laughs> I've got a box of outrageous statements, and in that box, score, right, Beatles are overrated. Um, Pele Which shit. is fucking stupid. <laughs> Phil Jones for captain. Johnny <laughs> Evans for captain. Johnny Evans should have been captain. Fuck him. Right, 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 right. yeah, 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 yeah. Stale Pele. If Johnny <laughs> Evans comes back to United now, fucking hell, he probably would be captain oh, in certain games. I'm captain now. Now, listen. Don't, um, don't, 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 don't stay, stay on Pele. No, oh, stay on Pele. I want to talk about Phil George. Okay. Okay. Because uh, that is a funny clip. And it's yeah. been going around this Which week. one? Went viral of me. Oh, um, uh, right. Okay. Talking about Phil Jones saying he'll be United in England captain one Fergie year. said it you know too, what, so it's fucking... He did captain United and he has captain England. You see that picture I put out? That's genuine or real. Yeah. Captain's yeah. armband yeah. on his head. Uh, yeah, that's, that happened. That, that, that <laughs> happened. To be fair, if you gave Phil Jones an armband, the captain's armband's probably what he'd do with it, isn't it? Yeah, because he's used to more having head injuries than yeah, he is wearing things on his arm, isn't it? Fucking try and eat it. I'm not being funny, but if your opinions at any point aligned with Sir Alex Ferguson, I think you can get away with it. I think you'll yeah. be all right. I think what he took it further, though, didn't he? Fergie said he's like one of our best ever players. So yeah, yeah, next one connect. Connect. Yeah. Imagine like, if I come out and said that today. Mate, that'd be going viral yeah. forever. Yeah. I would get yeah. lynched. Seriously. You can't, I can't Genuinely. even. Is that bad an opinion that you can't even joke about it? You can't be like, well, wow, he, so he had like, so much talent. So much. When he came from Blackburn, yeah. everybody wanted him. Or was people looked, projecting what they've seen and multiplying that by the experience that a central defender generally gets? Wait, wait, say that again. Was they looking at what sort of prospect he looked like with his movement, with his and tackling? Saying, oh, he's going to be like John Terry. And thinking that... Or he's going to be like Vidic. Knowing the trajectory most first-choice centre defenders take when they don't get injured every fortnight, are they thinking that with experience and this, that, and other, he's going to no, be... No, but do you remember him playing for Blackburn against I, I, Manchester United? I, I, yeah, I, I, I used to cover Blackburn. He was like 16, 17 job. years old. Really was that Blackburn. when we won Blackburn Blackburn for the league? Or was that a different... When Phil Jones played against us? It was in the league. No, when we when we drew. No, we won. Won at Blackburn. Was it one nil penalty? Was it that game when we when we were training exercise for half an hour? There was one. They 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 were they weren't relegated and we'd won the league. I need to check that. And we just passed it around like. But he was phenomenal. He was and and the Fergie Duncan Edwards thing at that point. Well, he didn't get ridiculed. He could get away with it. Fergie did not get ridiculed at the time. He would have been at Blackburn that year. By the way, you're right because that was that was title number nineteen, wasn't it? That wasn't twenty. That was 19. No, it wasn't 20. No, that no, was no. 19. Uh, and he yeah. came, he was he was at Sunderland when we didn't win the league. He was he was in that game, I remember him yeah. being in that, that season. So he would have played for Blackburn that season. That would have been his last season at Blackburn. 
Sorry, my parking's just run out, so. Well, sorry, sorry, you lot carry on with the podcast if that's all right. Music. Nice oh, one. Yeah. But while I'm here, actually, someone said to me the other day no um, about Phil Jones. <laughs> someone genuinely said to me, he's been being played out of position his whole career. At centre half? On a football pitch. If he was played as a defensive midfielder, and no joke, they did say the term box to box, but I think they got a bit confused there. That he would have been a lot better. But he did play as a de- defensive midfielder at times. Exactly. People forget that. For England, I And I thought I thought he was a defensive midfielder when we got him. I thought that would be his best position. I don't know how much of it's ring rust, but he was fucking shocking. <laughs> I do feel right. I'm going to play a little bit of devil's advocate earlier, but I do feel a little bit sorry for him because, like, when he cancelled his testimonial because no one will come. And it's like. It's pretty funny that. Though. Yeah, but. I mean, it's know, sad. I remember he, making he, a joke look, about at that. At the end of the day. And he made me think, has he seen that? That's what I mean. Like, he obviously knows that everyone laughs at him and that he's not very good. And it's almost tragic. It is a bit I mean? tragic. He just needs to move on. Yeah. So I mean, that's and ultimately, that's a thing. That's an issue right throughout the club. Why I was I... looking into something today, which will flabbergast you. And I'm <laughs> going to throw this out for you. How many goalkeepers did Sir Alex Ferguson sign? And can you name them um, between 1999 <laughs> and 2007? Right. right, let's we, go for how many first. So we'll after after Schmeichel, you so saying. Schmeichel's gone. Right. Uh, was already there. Up she, until we didn't sign him. Van der Howe was already there. We went for Bartes, Ricardo. No, no, wasn't Bosnich first? Right. Let's right. name them: Bosnich, Bartes, Tim Howard, Roy, Roy Carroll, Andy Gorham, Ricardo, Ricardo, Andy Gorham. Andy Gorham, Andy Gorham doesn't count. Andy Why? Gorham. Emergency loan. We needed him. We didn't sign him. Oh. Um, Nick Culkin was through the youth, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Hang on a minute, I'm missing someone here. You're, you're missing a few. Let's say Van der Sar, David De Gea, get them out of the way. No, he wasn't 2007. Oh, Van der Sar, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, between what year? Van 99 and 07. Oh, seven. Okay. You don't think that's a lot of goalkeepers already? Kushak. There's more. Boom. Kushak. Kushak. He was in goal that day at Blackburn. Yeah. Um, ben Foster. Ben Foster. Ben Foster. Oh, what about Anders? Anders Lingergaard. No, no, that was, no, that was no, after yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry, that was around David De Gea. There's time. two more. There's two more. We've said Tim Howard, haven't we? I'll give you Luke Steele. Is it? Should we get the other one? Let's go through. Who we've got. So I'll try and do them in order. So we had, uh, we signed three immediately: Bartes, Bosnich, and uh, Luke Steele straight away. I think, I think Luke Steele was him. We got Tim Howard, uh, Ricardo, Roy Carroll. Um, did I mention? Have I mentioned Luke Steele? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Phil Jones didn't yeah. play in the one-one game where Rooney scored the penalty. That one, one that was it because they needed a draw. We needed a draw. He played it in the nil-nil. I remember, I remember the end of that game, mate. That was we literally didn't the end of that come game. out of our half and they didn't try and make us. <laughs> it was like if I had, if, if I was a fan of a team that got relegated that season by one point, I'd have been fucking raging because it was just like, yeah, you stay there, we'll stay here, and we'll just like we'll get the title and you'll stay up. Happy days. When I think of Van der Howe, I think of Arsenal away when he got kneed in his. That's when Nick Colkin came on, isn't it? Shortest debut ever, shortest career, United career ever, yeah. Remember, like, Martin Kilner, them arguing with the ref? Right, you ready? Mate, you just nearly took his fucking head off. What are you on about, you idiot? Nearly killed him. (laughs) And he's, like, arguing. Taibbi, fucking hell. So we signed Bosnich, Taibbi and Bartes in 99-2000. Where did he come from again? Brescia? Torino? Uh, Torino. Uh, Then we signed Roy Carroll and Luke Steele. Uh, And then we signed Ricardo. And then Tim Howard. Uh, Is he another one that season? Um, got some Tim Howard signed. Ben Foster, Edwin Van der Sar. I'll never forgive Tim him. Howard. I'll never forgive him for Portal. And then fucking Poland Goal. Yeah, now, there's nothing against mad. anyone that's got Tourette's, obviously. But remember when he'd be in gold, just standing there, just swearing his head off. We just called him Tim fucking Howard, didn't we? 
mate. That's remember the thing. We used to call him Tim. Yeah, that was his name. Timmy Talking Howard. Two oh. Andy Gorham. There's only two Andy Gorhams. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not condoning that, by the way. <laughs> what? We used to shout. There's only two Andy Gorhams. Because how fat he was. No, he but anyway, you're training. missing the point of what I was trying to say. <laughs> oh, we signed ten fucking goalkeepers. Young kids to know what from '99 to '07. Ten goalkeepers we signed. All of them, apart from one, were shite. Nah, they had their spells. Tim Howard was good Barter at the start. started off all right, but so he was got man of the match at Anfield. Yep, he was very good at the start. Just saying. Just no, saying. Even Ricardo and Luke still weren't signings, really, was they? Let's be honest. Tahibi didn't make that mistake. He would have, I think he would have gone on. Oh, no, but, but he did. Chelsea was shocking as well. He did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, there were some bad moments. Chris Sutton got his only Chelsea goal against They had Ed De Hoy in goal, didn't they? He was his bad goalkeeper. He was a tracky goalkeeper as well. Yeah. What was that fella that you Dimitri Karin? You always remember him being a tracky guy. Remember that fella that played for uh, Crystal Palace? Gabo Karai. Who? Was it him? There's a Crystal Palace guy. Used to wear the baggy, baggy pants. (laughs) (laughs) You love your random footballers, you man. Most of these fucking pass me by. Loads of obscure footballers that everyone collects, and then you just remember it from stickers. Yeah. And but just from thinking, looking at his fucking jogging bottoms. (laughs) He had grey jogging bottoms on. Oh, yes, now I remember. That's actually, do you know what? I think the worst out of all them was Bartas. No, I do. You're wrong. Remember when he pissed on the pitch? Do you know what? Remember when he pissed on the pitch? If you fast forward, if you fast forward now well, to... Ireland's before kick-off. <laughs> before kick-off. <laughs> uh, if you've brought Bartas <laughs> into, into, into 2020... Like, mate, every game against Arsenal, he gave on me at least two goals start. <laughs> he did. Dude, Bartes. Yeah. Now, nah, Bartes was meant for the first oh, season. I Sorry. Know. I love He'd Bartes, be a 2020 goalkeeper, like, playing out from the back and stuff. He like. was sick. He was crazy, He played man. He was too in a, crazy. In a, in a pre-season crazy. game in Asia, he played up front. That's what I mean. I don't want my keeper doing shit like that. I get him goal. Then became a relic. He allowed little shit to go on like that as well, didn't he? Yeah, that's a little crazy shit. That's what we could afford to do shit like that because we were mint. Do you know what I mean? You can buy Veron and then put him on the bench. Like, do you remember when he tried to play Di Canio offside? Just standing oh, out his hand up yeah. like, he blew the whistle, mate, and he just mate. put it in there anyway. That might have worked. How was that that game? Di Canio I remember, I remember, Canio, I remember when I was a kid at that age, because that, that was just 2000, right? 2000, like, third round, FA Cup third round, 2001. I love, I love shit like that. Yeah. <clears throat> so I remember going to that game, and like as a kid, I went probably like 10 home games a season. That was what, with my membership, that's what I used to go to. And I don't think I'd seen us lose many games. And I'd seen us last that. I remember just not speaking. I'm just <laughs> like, oh, have we lost the game, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't... I remember it my first like, game was uh, oh the Leverkusen Champions League game where we drew. And obviously everyone was feeling pretty negative about it at the end. And my dad was trying to explain away goals to me. And I was just not getting it. So I was like, what? what? We fucking drew that. What was this, last month? Is there anything you believed before you went to your first football match? Like I went when I was about five, six. But when I got there, I remember thinking I'd hear commentators. <laughs> like I'd hear the commentators in the ground. Lads, like so saying, dad, where's the The strep for them was yeah. still up when I went first. Mate, um... I need to go and fucking move the car. Sorry, lads, it can't extend the parking. Oh, all right then. Sorry, right. I'm just going to move it to the other car park. I'll be fine. Can you remember the code, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Sorry, lads. We'll do that live read while he's gone. <laughs> can't, right. just, can, Gaz got n- nabbed by aliens. Yeah, so Gaz has just had to I hope he's got a ticket. Move his car. If you got a ticket, Gaz, don't it. move your car. Yeah. That would, that's what I would say. Yeah. Because you've already paid for that parking. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I've got a... We're being sponsored here by the... Guys, at Ex- Express VPN. Oh yeah. So okay. if you're a United fan, which listening to this, you probably are. Mm-hmm. Um, the easiest place to watch all the Premier League action is with Express VPN. It allows you to access EPL streams from around the world for a fraction of the price it would normally cost. 
Um, so it lets you buy, you sign up for Xbox VPN and you can buy an 11 sports account and then that lets you log into there and you can put, choose your location where you want to put um, and then you can purchase that for over two pound a month. So if you go to, you can get a free month free trial, expressvpn.com slash extra. That's expressvpn.com slash extra for three months free and a one year package. So the link is in the description. It's good. We've used it to watch some of the games that are like three o'clock kickoffs that you can't normally watch. <laughs> mm. And it's legit. I've been told. <laughs> now I use it once um, for to log into Amazon Prime. So well, there you go. Yeah, the so office. it's not just football. Yeah, no, the English office or the American one. US. So. You know what? Yeah, I started off where I, I'd see glimpses of the US office on Comedy Central and think this is shit. Nice. And then one day I thought I said to myself, Stop. I'm gonna it's give amazing, it a chance. Yeah. And I watched it from the start. And once you get to know the characters, it's have not ever, stupid to you anymore. No, you make it, it makes sense. Have you ever seen the uh, the explainer of why everything changed from season one into season two? Like Michael was too slick and too much of a douche, and then they wanted to make him like more humble and a bit more like and make you love him rather than just dislike him yeah. for being a dick. If you notice, he has his hair slicked back really weird, and they they even said how they dressed him weird, so that stuff didn't fit him right, right. on purpose, and then they changed it to make him actually look better in the second one. Because he's an idiot, but he's like you love him, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was almost. Which manager do you think was most like Michael Scott? Louis. No, uh, Moyes, yeah, David Moyes. Moyes. Yeah, Moyes, Moyes. Do you reckon? Yeah. No, I've because Moyes is a bit of a. I can see Moyes like not liking anymore, not getting on with him. And Michael like, he's a bit of a knob, but most people sort of like. Van Arden. No, he was definitely Moyes. Do you reckon? Def- yeah, he was. He tried, I think Oli. I reckon he walked in and he was trying to be like mates with him. I think No, because I think Oli's genuinely mates with him. This, if this, if the <clears> thumbnail <throat> isn't, well, it is now a picture from the office with yeah, Oli and Van Arden. That that's it. Then we're slipping up here, but. Yeah, yeah, which which manager is most like? I think it's Myers because I think he he probably tried to crack jokes. He was probably like trying to do these presentations and like yo, this is yo. I know you might have won a Champions League, but it's <laughs> Phil Jenny Elka. <laughs> like, Rio Rio said that wasn't true recently. Did they, yeah, in a, in bastard. No, Moyes to me don't seems, destroy my seems myth. more like David Brent than I can see him trying to be probably like, but being an absolute. Well, that's it. Okay. Michael Scott is David Brown. Michael no, Scott Michael got Scott's results, not, though, I don't remember. think he's... I don't Michael think Scott got results? Yeah, he had the I best running, Scott best running me- office in the, in, the, in America. In the business. Yeah, I think in Michael Scott isn't as bad as David Brent. <laughs> David Brent is a bit of a knob. Whereas Michael Scott, he's sort of like, he's all right. He's like, everyone's got a bit of a, got a, bit of a soft spot for him. Mm. Right, Gaz has returned. The question before you went, Gaz, was mm. which Manchester United manager, mm. past or present... Is most like Michael Scott. <laughs> it's got to be Moy. Oh, Michael Scott. I thought you were going to say David Brent. Oh, um, like, I don't watch the US office. Oh, you fucking knob, guys. UK office. I'm all over. All right, it. who's most like David Brent? It's got to be Moy, isn't it, for that? I'm sorry to say. It's <laughs> got to be Moy, and then he it's went, Solskjaer, he did the- probably. And I'm not saying... Dance. I could see Moy's doing that with his towel. Hang on, let him explain his Solskjaer decision. Because I can imagine that Solskjaer's one of them, like he thinks he's mates with all the players. No, I think, he, I, I think he is mates. I think Oli is mates with the players. I, I hope he is, but I just... And that's not a good thing, by the way. Not necessarily. Not necessarily a good thing. As the results have shown. And that's why you can get a certain level of... I don't. You know what? Ali gets criticised for being smiling in front of camera, for example, after oh, we've lost. Fuck off, though. And I find that bizarre because. I find that. You're all right. Is it back on? I find that bizarre. It's all right. I find that bizarre because, obviously, like, 
he's obviously hurting. Whether mm. you like him or think he's good enough as a manager or not, he's clearly, his heart's in the right place. And I find that bizarre. Oh, he's smiling, he don't care. He clearly does care. Um, and I just find that whole... Makes your argument seem stupid when you're taking a, a screenshot of him slightly, you know, but it's like his lips. You can't have a smiling. manager that... He's, he's opposite to Jose, isn't he? Yeah. So with, with Jose, he'd be... It's it sound truthful at some points, but then other points you think, whoa, you're going too far. Mm. And with Ali, it's like, yeah, he needs to do that at some yeah. points. But then secondly, you're like, well, you're sounding deluded. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the it's there the does need to be a balance with Ali because like, and I hate that people take things literal. Stop taking. I mean, I've been saying this for fucking years. Stop taking things that are said in press conferences literally. When he says, I'm happy with my squad. Is he happy with the squad? Because I was hearing that he flipped a fucking table when he was told he's only getting three players and he was promised a full overhaul prior to it. But does Oli want to be... Oli's character is that he's a generally positive guy. So he's not going to come out and go, these lot of fuck me. Because as soon as that, that happens and the results go bad, you're out the door. He's in his dream job. He wants to stay in his dream job. And I think he wants to genuinely... I, I believe that Oli wakes up every day trying to make United the best club in the world again. I really genuinely believe that. I believe that in my heart, that that's what he's trying to do. Is he capable of doing that? That's Still it. don't know. Yeah. Is he getting the, the resources to do that? I don't think so. Is he going to get some resources that looks like they're putting some sort of effort into it? It's a lot, I don't know. I was looking at like what was going on about the, the 10 goalkeepers we've signed before. Yeah. The reason I, I was looking at that was because I was looking, I was trying to spot some sort of transfer strategy. In a nutshell... <laughs> I basically said to Jaden, uh, this is mine and Jaden's fucking school rides in in the morning. And basically Poor Jaden. Like, uh, it was like... Back in the war. He was talking about the fucking Glazers <laughs> and like what was it like before the Glazers? Did, did we spend money? Because we have spent money since. When you actually go through and you see what we have spent since the Glazers, there's been a lot of money spent since Fergie even. Um, but I was like, look at the transfer strategy beforehand. And that's when I found out we signed 10 goalkeepers in seven years. And I was like, that was a bit wild. But <laughs> if you look at like from, you know, we signed Rude and Veron, and then we signed um, fucking mm, Ronaldo. We signed Rooney. We signed... Cleberson. Uh, it was Rude Van Nistelrooy. Cleberson. Rio Ferdinand. That was Ferdinand. what I was trying to say. All of those players, and you're like, boom, world-class player, boom, world-class player. Even Veron, world-class player, didn't quite work out. Laurent Blanc. There was all of those signings. But then actually, when you drill down into it, you're like, oh man, there's a lot of guff here. There is a lot of, yeah, them ones. He was so good at Sunderland. There's only a couple of years where you go, oh my God. Like the 07 08 summer. That was an oh my, we signed That's the greatest summer ever, isn't it? Nanny, Owen Hargreaves, you're like, Jesus Christ. And it happened early. Yeah. It was done by like fucking May 30th, wasn't it? I wanted to, because um, we obviously talk about managers and managers and since this podcast started and since this channel started, we, we're always coming around to a managerial debate at some point. Gaz's, one of Gaz's tweet went, went viral recently, uh, which was an interesting tweet uh, considering no one on this channel is ever allowed to talk about the Glazers. Um, but he tweeted saying that the Glazers, with, with, with the Glazers and Woodward would never win another Premier League title. Um, and it went it went quite viral. Um, I was, was about to chat then about like the managers in that situation with the Glazers and Woodward. Do we need a manager? Because we've had Jose. Do we need a manager? Do we need, no, we've had, well, we, had, we had Jose. <laughs> it's a bold I'm, strategy. I'm going to say we do. I do what? 
I'll just say we had Jose who went dead against the board publicly and then sort of turned well, everyone against he... each other, turned the club slightly yeah, toxic, did, yeah. maybe. Yeah, at the did. end, but at but, the start, he was right up firm. But, yeah. I think he went too far yeah. and then he started, you know, sort of. His last summer, he, he, the he, squad he fucking booted doors off and, and flipped tables. And, and now we've got Ollie, who a lot of people are saying is the other end of the spectrum and is always pandering to them. Do we need a manager to be successful with these owners? Do we need a manager that slightly panders to them? Almost. No, I don't think you need to pander to them. Uh, I, I think what Ollie and Jose are doing is both wrong. I yeah. think it's both wrong. Yeah, I think yeah. the, there's a medium to be found in the middle. Where but there's you a lot that goes on behind the closed doors that we don't see. Well, I know that he flipped out in the summer. When he signed the contract, he was promised, you will get a total overhaul. And Same thing like, happened with Moyes. Yeah. Look at Fabregas, what he said recently. Well, yeah, he said he was promised. Moyes come out and said he was promised Bale and Ronaldo, didn't mm-hmm. he? And people were like, ah, fuck off, Moyes. But if that's what he was promised, that's what he was promised. So Fabregas came out recently and yeah. said they had, def- they had yeah. talks. Well, we, that was really well known. Uh, that, that was really well known. I, I fucking spoke to an agent at a trial day, uh, and he told me uh, Fabregas is going to be David Moyes' first signing. His mouth to my ear. That's not through a third How close he was to you. Yeah. Then, he David, like, then he met David Moyes. And David Moyes was <laughs> like, like I've, got these videos. I've got these videos of Thomas Graveson. I'm going to show you. <laughs> but do you know, like, Thomas I mean, Graveson was great. That's how like things break down in transfers and stuff. Now, whatever happened, that didn't get concluded. Woodward left Australia to go and saw it, didn't he? Yeah. And then I don't know, went on a cruise or something. He swam, but, didn't he? So there's obviously an over promising in terms of stuff. Yeah. Supposedly, Jose had agreed whatever was going to happen in the summer. Then halfway through the summer, he, he was like, "I need to sign Boateng or Yerimina." Like, totally pulled out of his ass. And people at the club had gone, "Well, we've looked at them, the scouts and the analysts, and we actually don't think that they're good signings." Now, if everybody doesn't agree from the coaching staff, the analysts, and the scouts, we don't sign a player. So it, there's a there's a bit of a team that goes together to do transfers. I don't know if we're trying to set a really high bar for players that's just fucking ridiculous for us at the minute because there's this thing at the minute. I'm doing a video today actually on it that you can just go and sign players from relegation teams that improve us. Teams fighting relegation. Oh, massively. Jack Grealish. Absolutely. Grealish, McGinn, Decore, McGinn. Uh, Ake. McGinn's twice. Any Troy Dini. Troy Dini would be a brilliant Fucking one, right. Oi. <laughs> I'd love United hey, to sign Troy fucking Dini, Troy Dini. Just bring in all my local Before everyone starts, as a second choice, as a plan B, Troy Dini versus the nothing that we've got now. Is we're, we're, we're exaggerating a point to make a point. Yeah, but yeah, right, the yeah. point I'm making yeah. is like, are we you sticking in this ridiculously high <sighs> standard of players? B-Tech Messi. When actually... We just need more players and quickly. Like you, you made a similar point last season when you said before the summer. I remember me and you were chatting. I think it was on me and a you, preview. Something. I know, but surely not. And you said you could get players from the bottom half of the table yeah. that massively improve United. Yeah, I'm, in the I'm summer. still in it to relegation. Yeah, man. if you give me the championship, yeah. I'll do it. After yeah, that. no, that's fair. And so it's like that's where we're at now. I mean, yeah. when, when we look at the um, the recruitment policy of Leicester, for example, as well. And you look at some of the players. Himself. Like, look how easily yeah, they replace yeah, Kante. Yeah. Look how easily they replace Maguire. Yeah. Look how easily they've been able to replace players and and move on. If they replace Vardy with another fucking well. crackhead, wicked drinking Red Bull ad- addict that just bangs goals in left, right, and centre. You're just gonna have to They'll probably just get his look alike, wouldn't they? Look at how quickly they did it as well. Like I put that tweet the other day because I was there watching the game, and yeah, we've got Jones, who we know has been here Jones. far too long. We've known he's shite for like what eight years. So this guy we've known for a very long time. It's only because of the Glazers that he's still here, surely, or, nah. or the lack of. The lack I of think recruitment. with Philip Jones. It's British 
Two, is, one is British, so there's always that, okay, we need to fill that quota, so let's keep him around. Two, is on probably a pretty big contract in what, comparison to what, to what people will want to you, sign him. You, people don't sign reductions in wages very easily. And it's like, we would have gave him that contract to protect the investment and be like, oh, just in case someone wants to give us some money for it. And free, I, I think I his injury say, issues oh, yeah. don't help. Probably whenever a window's come around, I'd love to check the stats, but he's probably been injured for a lot of them. Um, and four, every time we have a new manager, he seems to have a period where you think, well, he's back again, Philip. Uh, in the last season, under Oli. Oli Ball was a Bay lot down to with Phil Jones. Like, it Bay. really, really was. Like, when I looked into it, I shocked myself. What? Phil Jones under them that win streak of Ollie's at the start of his reign. Yeah, Chris Smalling played a lot of them games. Yeah, no, 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 Phil, and Phil Jones. Here's what Phil I'm saying: the yeah. fact that Phil yeah. Jones should have been replaced eight years ago. You've got Pereira who should be <laughs> getting games. Did Pereira he sign eight years ago. <laughs> I think it was just over eight years ago, wasn't it? That he signed. So to be fair, if the, si- if the signings of Rojo, Bayi, and Lindelof were successful and what? proved to be successful, so if our transfer policy again, it comes back to transfer policy. If our transfer policy was good enough, they wouldn't be here. No, right, but right. Phil Jones <laughs> should have been replaced eight years ago. Pereira should have been replaced three years ago when we fucking. It was less than eight years ago. I said he would be United in England. Fucking Lingard, <laughs> Lingard. Maybe a year ago, we should have been looking at uh, this guy. Ain't going <laughs> to well, be the first teamer that we think we maybe need to replace this you guy. Do need the a fact squad that we've not replaced. I know, I know we understand that, but we should have replaced him. People in the first. I'd rather replace them with a player with a bit of potential who one day could keep improving. You know. I mean, that's the sort of player I'd rather have in there instead, right? We didn't replace any of them. It took them so long to do it. So now I'm looking at players who we've like haven't been here that long, who are good enough to be squad players, not first teamers. And I'm thinking players like Fred are still going to be starting for United in five years regularly. And and it makes me think how far we are behind and how much we need to catch up. And it's going to take us so long to do it. So I don't think Skriniar and all sorts of things. An injury at one centre half, you've got nine. I do not think United will win a Premier League title with the Glazers and. Woodward again, and it's horrible. That was say, the question, wasn't what it? I think. Yeah, it was. Uh, ben I think, text, I, I think ben you're right. After the game, and said, "Do you think we go as long as we did last time?" I went, "What, 26 years?" I went, "I'm certain we get to 10." I was going to say we're nearly at 10. Well, I'm certain we get to 10, though. I'm like, oh, I'm not even like holding hope that we don't get to 10. Oh, we, yeah. oh, we get into 10. Yeah, definitely. 10's coming. Don't worry about 10. Definitely. Then 10's definitely coming. Does it get to 15? It depends on other people. I think. You don't know, do you? Like you're saying. Under Glazing and Woodward, I agree. I don't think as long as Ed Woodward and they're relying on manager. I don't think that'll happen. You could always yeah, fluke not... something. That's the weird thing. Is that you can fluke it. But I don't. I don't, think, I don't know how long as... they're going to be around. I don't think they're going to be around forever. No, I don't. I'm hoping not anyway. No, I, I, don't I, I, I think we can fluke one, but I don't give a fuck about a fluking one. I want to return to the way you're in contention yeah. year after year. How long is that going to take? That might take another decade. I, I, give, a, I give a fuck about fluking one if it puts us ahead yeah, of the Oh, I'll totally, yeah, but... If the Scouts say got to 20, we'll win the next one. I'll take a fluky win right now. Liverpool... Fluky win against Norwich. We're so far behind Liverpool and City at the minute and they keep improving and we're not improving as much as them. No. So is it, we're playing catch-up and we're going to be playing catch-up for a very what? long time. It's so funny that you've got all the fucking... The, the hashtag Glazer out stuff at the minute. Uh, and because you're not tweeting about it 24-7, you obviously support the Glazers. But I remember having arguments with people on Twitter about the Glazers. In fact, if you go and fucking search my ass... You were arguing with someone on Twitter. I know, it, I know it's that. not like me. Uh, but I was arguing with them and they'd be like, look what we've won under them. And you're remember like... Remember when we used to say, what? like, it, the, just after Fergie left, we used to refer to, like, the Glazer ownership. Like, even we was even talking about my gravestone the other day, what video I wanted. I was like, yeah, that Swansea one. And it's like... We've been talking about it for years, like, yeah. and it's only now that it's more. It's, I think, people that have been match going have known about it 
they've either just not cared about it or they cared so much that they've stopped going to matches mm. and I think people others that especially the social media generation they've just started to realise the effect yeah. that it's had and people are like Yo, if you do a, it is the thing people I think the protests are futile because the protests in 2005 were huge the, the, there was boycotts there was protests there was fucking massive fucking banners club? and all sorts of stuff yeah right. th- there's so many like old school United fans just never came back couple of thousand of them set up a new club that that was the biggest rift in United fan base I have ever seen it was carnage so when people are like I'm, I'm not going to say don't do your protests I'm not going to say don't do your tweets I'm not going to say don't do your hashtags I'm just going to say I'm not going to join it because I feel like it's futile I support your message but I just I can't waste my time just doing that that's not going to work unless you've got a mate with four bill and we can fucking bend his ear a little bit and get him on board but what happened in 2005 was was you know it it was massive and it did fucking nothing people but, people but to be fair though to be fair a lot of the sort of stories around there that are that maybe just after 2005 about trying to stop it and trying to buy the club were that we were closer than a lot of people think we stopped Pe- murder, people born yeah. people born when the glazers bought united are 15 now so a lot of people on twitter who were you know saying why aren't you using these hashtags they don't remember 2009 they weren't around there no. when the protests were happening then when the protests were when we were actually we were winning stuff that's when we were protesting because it was about the integrity of manchester united uh, that, that was, was the issue then is just the f- about the, the forums and stuff then was like stop fucking protesting like we're in a champions league final <laughs> and you're like no but like for the good of the club like they've leveraged and at the time i mean the sky tv deal is outrageous and no business plan could have ever gone i would get like five bill a season like i'm sure that's coming like no one could have predicted that Mm. we could have easily i mean i don't know how many of our audience at least i don't even know if you do uh the itv carlton thing so leeds united um basically went tits up because um they banked on tv payments from itv carlton itv digital was basically like what b think the what bt sport yeah came in and went we'll have all of these extra tv games so the premier league gets money from sky and it gets money from bt sport well back in i think it was 99 2000 somewhere around then uh peter risdale uh as the Leeds chairman at that time he got i think it was loans out on the basis of this money coming in from itv but, carlton. Right, but it was also the champions league yeah. Was it Satanta as well? They, at that point? They'd banked they on, it was the same company. Their whole thing was based around them getting into the Champions League and they missed out by like a point. Got to the semi final the season before and got knocked out. They and also banked on their own gate receipts. Yeah. And it was all sort of once they didn't get into the Champions League, it all just came like right. crashing down. So that three years before the three, four years before. People used to fear we'd go that way. Well, this is what I'm saying. Three years before the Glazer takeover, that just happened to Leeds United. They had a fire sale, that's why the likes of Alan Smith, Rio Ferdinand, mm. all of them lot left Leeds United and they that. just went whoop and dropped down like a fucking stone after being champions. Real the finals. Gone. But the point is that that football club went tits up and nearly went out of business. Nearly didn't exist as a football club because of their owners and the way they gambled on future payments. The Glazers bought Manchester United with £600 million worth of debt when our turnover, let alone profit, our turnover at the time was somewhere in the region of £200 million. So you're like, wait a fucking minute. So this club's now got to pay all that back. And for facts, we've paid £1.3 billion in debt repayments, interest and refinancing costs, and we still owe four hundred million. You could have got a better deal with Wonga, right? You could have got a fucking payday loan and, and not paid off a billion and st- how would you pay off one point three billion and still owe sixty six percent of what you're Glazer Nomics. It's insane. 
And you wonder why United fans are fucking annoyed. Because we've had over 100 million a season. 100 million. Think what that was in 2005. That was four world-class players, right? Mm -hmm. Now it's probably one. But it, back in 2005, that was four world-class players. We've paid that every single fucking season. Think about every transfer that's happened. Imagine if Think they just gave that Cubbles, money to Fergie. Ribery, all that sort of stuff. Imagine if they just gave that money to Fergie and let him rebuild for when he leaves. For transfers. Oh, We'd be playing in rebuild? a 500,000 oh, all-seater no, rail seat fucking stadium. Uh, it's like everyone. that shows you the... the the lack of forward thinking, the lack of forward planning, the lack of planning for Fergie leaving, the, the just thinking, oh, it's just going to carry on being successful. He leaves, oh shit, now we need to throw money at it. Yep. Chucking money at it under three, four different managers. It just continues to get worse. So what, if you knew a guy, right, that had three businesses, one was a, let's say an American football team, one was another football team, and one was a fucking shopping centre, and all three of his businesses was fucked, would you be like, you've got a really good business? I know, yeah, exactly. Or would you be like, Bro, maybe go and work in a chippy. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Sounds like the man they made president. The thing is, though... Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. The thing is, yeah. though, when all comes... When it all, when it all comes round to is the Glazer family own a club which is worth over a billion and they literally put fuck all into it. And that, my friends, is the move of the century. That That is... How good's your credit rating got to be for that? It's that is incredible. You can go even further. I'm about to have a phone call right? for a, a phone contract. You can go even. You know what annoys me, right? It's like people talking about City and what they've done in the last few, in the last decade and whatnot, and throw money at it. And it's like United should have been doing similar things. The way they regenerated that area of East Manchester, Old Trafford. It's going beyond football. It's Old Trafford. Well, we know why they're fucking baby poorest wine, areas of Manchester, in it. <laughs> like the whole that whole area we should know why be they've redeveloped. Done that, though, right? Who cares? They've it's done called it. sports washing, guys. <laughs> what do you <laughs> mean? Fucking, it's called sports washing. <laughs> Go on, explain <laughs> your point there. The owners of Man City are some of the most corrupt people on this planet. Absolutely. Guys. They're involved in... That doesn't mean they've not they're, they're helped involved other people in, in that they're area. They're involved in some of the... Yeah. The local so they've, so they've, helped, they've helped the people in the area around yeah. where they own a business. Yeah. But they're still fucking people I agree. over the planet in the world. I agree. That's called sports washing, helping this guy, but punching this guy Yo, in the I'm face. Not, I'm not saying they're nice guys. Like, I'm saying what they've done in East Manchester is a good thing, and we should have owners that do a similar thing in one of the poorest I'm not saying it all is a good thing, because they might be artificially inflating prices there, building new properties but there's, there's it's not a, gentrification though is it it is uh, and a, all all of the new area of a place called Holt Town which isn't actually built yet which is like from from, from like Wing Yip and Oldham Road down through Ancoats is going to be a whole new area but when you do a new build nowadays <laughs> there's a, a there's a percentage of that you're supposed to do which is affordable housing yeah. and they ain't been doing that they've just been building whatever the fuck they want well, they're going to own like a quarter of I Manchester heard that's why Vincent Company was doing all that homeless stuff as well yeah because wow. bringing out some housing which is, isn't very favourable I don't know so, but go back to Gaz's point though I'm just going to throw a quickly allegedly in there yeah, yeah, yeah and everything there. mentioned in this podcast I get where you're coming from Gaz about old traffic it is a disgrace the poverty around there but our owners won't even fucking sort out Old Trafford, the oh, football ground, let alone yeah. the fucking... Fucking lights are out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're not going to be buying bulbs for the library. <laughs> but I'm just saying that's what United yeah, should have been doing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for those of you who weren't at the fucking match man. on I'm not Tuesday... Saying a, I'm not saying I want them to be causing fucking yeah. chaos yeah. in the Middle East as well, mate. We should have been doing it, but not with blood money. Yeah, 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 agree. Yeah, for those of you who weren't there on Tuesday, do you know the very famous red Manchester United part of Old Trafford? The sign, the neon bit? Yeah. That wasn't even on. So I don't know if the yeah, bulb's the gone. Now, at the start of the game, a few letters were on. Really? Yeah. So basically, put some fucking money in the meter. Anyway, guys, thank you for tuning <laughs> into the podcast. Sorry that you know. It's been
been a bit of a hectic mad one. Uh, make sure you check out ExpressVPN. What's that? Yeah, yeah. forward slash uh, right, expressvpn.com slash extra. The link is in the description, and that is for to protect your online activity, and you get three months free on a one-year package. So that's visit expressvpn.com slash extra to learn. More. Make sure you check out at RFFH for Jay on Twitter, at Mr. Stephen Arson on everything, and at radio underscore guys on everything as well. And check out Talking Balls on BBC Radio Man. You still still need to do them uh, training modules, by the way. I ain't doing them. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he got me a gig. When he, he, oh, yeah. I got the vocals like, does Macca not want to do it? He went, he's not replying to me. <laughs> I ain't doing a four hour course. Fuck that. Anyway, guys, see you later. <laughs> Sports Social Podcast Network.